More than 1.2 million Australians have already cast their votes on the voice referendum as part of early voting. It is mandatory for every Australian citizen over 18 to vote. With no option to vote online, pre-polling booths have been busy since opening earlier this week. The Australian Electoral Commission has been updating its disinformation register aimed at debunking wrong information about how the vote is being conducted. It says conspiracy theories on social media have been increasing as we get closer to the referendum on October 14. It says one such example of disinformation on the voting process is around the use of pencils. The AEC says voters are allowed to bring their own pen to mark the ballot paper, but pencils are provided at polling booths because they do not smudge and do not run in tropical locations. It rejects as disinformation claims that the use of pencils will allow recorded votes to be changed by AEC staff, adding that layers of supervision are in place during the count to ensure the high integrity of Australian electoral events. Senator Lydia Thorpe will not be intimidated after she was sent a threatening video by a neo-Nazi this week. The Australian Federal Police is investigating the video which shows a man in a balaclava claiming to be from a neo-Nazi Warriors from Convict Resistance reads a statement from his phone endorsing what he calls White Australia. He then makes racist statements about First Nations people before burning the Aboriginal flag and performing a Nazi salute. Ms Thorpe says the abuse experienced by MPs like herself has only been increasing. So I'm not hiding. For the next nine days, you're going to hear from me and you are going to see me and I am not scared. I am ready to fight for exactly what I went into Parliament for. Anthony Albanese has told a gathering of faith leaders this week that he will do everything he can to achieve a yes result at the referendum on October 14. Voters are being asked to write yes or no on the ballot paper on the proposal to change the constitution to create an advisory body of Indigenous Australians to make representations to Parliament and the executive government on issues that affect them. Speaking to Islamic, Hindu, Buddhist, Christian, Jewish and Sikh leaders, Mr Albanese says he has been heartened by the show of support. And that's what unites us today. Uh, People drawn from diverse traditions, beliefs and cultures. It is our shared belief in the dignity of the person and a desire to move towards national healing, unity and reconciliation. Mr Albanese has confirmed he plans to travel early next week to Uluru, where the Uluru Statement from the Heart was first read out in 2017. More than half a million Australians have cast their vote on the upcoming voice referendum as early polling continues. Among those, a contingent of Aussies in London keen to have their say as campaigning on both sides ramps up. Emma Kellaway reports. On a busy London street, Australian residents and visitors lining up early to have their say in a debate gripping the country they call home. I encourage you to vote yesterday. The queue of hundreds, a mass of mixed opinions. Pick the no vote out, up your ass. It's disgusting. Everyone should vote yes. <laughs> well, bad luck. <laughs> Back home, remote voting got underway where Aboriginal leaders from around the country created the Uluru Statement from the Heart in 2017. We need a proper voice 
for our people that live at bush. Among them, a delegation from the Central Land Council. The majority of our council members are going to vote yes because we need to make a difference in our, in our lives and in the future for our next generation. The Prime Minister today estimating more than 600,000 votes have been made so far. I take great heart in that, that Australians are eager to vote yes in this referendum. But with polls showing 8% of voters still undecided, campaigning on both sides continues. Do we want a better outcome for Indigenous Australians? Of course we do. But this is not going to deliver that. In Sydney's inner west, a soulful serenade. But what of the first peoples, unrecognised and unseen before a final plea to the multicultural community. They've come to contribute so much to Australia. I appeal to them to extend the hand of inclusion to the Indigenous people. With just 10 days left before ballot boxes are counted, it's a decision all Australian voters will soon have to make. Emma Kellaway, NITV News. Cooler weather across New South Wales has brought some relief for firefighters as crews assess damage from a major blaze on the state's south coast this week. Three homes have been confirmed lost due to the fire near Bermagui in the Bega Valley, but the number could increase as assessment teams complete their survey of the area. Meanwhile, flooding continues to threaten some of Victoria's fire-ravaged communities. The state's river systems are flooding after days of heavy rain, especially in the east, where residents have been told to leave due to increased threat. Two First Nations athletes will be inducted into Sport Australia's Hall of Fame. Dual Olympian Nova Paris has been recognised as the first Indigenous Australian to win an Olympic gold medal as a hockey roo in 1996. Rugby league legend Jonathan Thurston is also being recognised for his 17-year NRL career. Paris says it's a significant honour to be recognised. It's dignitary, it's, you know, by my fellow peers. Um, It doesn't get much better than this and... This is the top of the mountain. This is like a Mount Everest. And so I'm truly, yeah, um, grateful to be able to to be bestowed this honour. And the 2023 Koori Knockout wrapped up on Monday after a massive four days of footy, culture, community and black excellence. The Newcastle Yowie's women's side took home the win in extra time to defeat the Redfern All Blacks 13-12. And Walgett Aboriginal Connection defeated Wiradjuri Aboriginal Rivers 22-12 in the men's grand final, winning the 51st Koori Knockout. NITV Radio was there to capture the win and chat to a few of the players. How does it feel to have won a knockout for the Yowies? Oh, amazing. Like, I've only come to this team this year, first knockout, and, like, I don't think there's a better team. I could have been brought into. These girls are awesome, and that feeling was so good. Congrats. Thank you. It felt really good. Um, I've never won a grand final, and this is my first ever women's knockout, so I'm excited, and I'm only 17, so I'm really happy. It's unreal. I just can't believe we, we got that one point, and, and in two halves of extra time as well. It's just a hectic win, and I think it, it shows its testament to you know our girls and also Redfern, like how skilled the women's game is now and how much talent's out there, and I hope you know to see some of these girls in, 
in um, the NRLW one day. The Walgett's just won the 2023 knockout. How does it feel? Yeah, it feels amazing. It's my first knockout win and uh, it's a fair few of the boys' first knockout win. It's unreal and it's unreal for the community and everyone here supporting us. It means everything. Like We're a big family side. Everyone thinks we're the money team. No one gets paid. Dead set. We're all one family model. Mightn't all be from Walgett, but we all have connections and that's in the name and telling this is all one big family team. There's no better feeling like you win grand finals, you win other stuff. Nothing tops this. This is the best feeling in the world. Yeah, <laughs> it feels it feels good. Uh, it's very emotional. Um, it's, as, as everybody knows, to, to win the knockout, it's very, not only physically, mentally, it's, it's also emotionally draining. Um, and, you know, uh, we, we had a lot of odds against us. We had a really hard draw again, but... Um, we stood up every time. Um, we represent Walgut wherever we go, uh, whether it be out there, Sydney or worldwide. Um, you know, Walgut's staying on the map and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. But. How does it feel to have won the knockout with WAC this year? No, nah, very special, just through everything that we come through as a team. Had a lot of doubters out there, a lot of people, but we fought as a team there. A lot of heart, playing for the jersey, playing for our family and what it means to be WAC and um, yeah, what a battle all the way through. And yeah, it was very special, especially seeing the young fellas coming through now as an older player now. I love seeing them come through and, and really play for that jersey and play for that pride, eh?